Are you ready for Saturday? Because I feel like it's going to be a great matchup between some of these top teams. NC State, Duke, do they have a rivalry? Let's talk about Florida State and the improvement that we're hoping to see as they head through the weekend. A lot of good games on the men's side and a couple of great ones there on the women. We got Jersey Drake, betting action, freestyle Friday. You know how we get down. Let's do it. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. Drizzy Drake, Locked On Seminoles is in the building. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day, followed by that Locked On Seminoles podcast. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we're also on YouTube, both of our uh, shows. So make sure you subscribe there. Drizzy Drake, happy Friday. Welcome to the show. Feliz Viernes, everybody over here. I am doing great. I'm over here. How was, how was your weekend? As I heard you had a big celebration coming on Monday, and uh, hopefully everything you know was a great time. It was. Thank you so much for asking. Monday was my birthday. It was a hit. I got a, my first ever in all my years of living. Got a surprise birthday party. So that was fun. You know, had the opportunity to celebrate with the family and friends safely, of course. All backs up boosted as well. We thank God for the boost because that definitely held me down this week. But yeah, it was great. So I'm really grateful just to be able to celebrate, you know, in this season of craziness. Sometimes it's a nice moment to reflect. And also bet on the national championship game, won some money. Georgia Ooh, minus seven. That's my girl. Let's go. What, Let's oh, go. Oh, what'd you take? You take the spread, take the money line. Like what'd you do? What'd you do? I gotta hear. I now. did Georgia minus seven. Um, the spread is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I did. I did another one, but I had them going over fifty three, and they did fifty one. And I was like, dang. But it's okay. Next time. Next time. Yeah. Oh, girl, listen, you got to do the unders next time. I know. Oh, that, that's, I know. But I, know I, I remember the defense. And like, as I was watching, I'm like, damn. But then who knew Georgia was going to break it up like that? I mean, that's very true. And like, shout out to Keely Ringo with that, like, that touch, that game ceiling pick at the sixth end of the game. That was dope, man. And then seeing his mom in the crowd, too, everything she's gone through, that was awesome. That was a great game that to watch overall. It's crazy. And this is see uh, Kirby Smart jumping. I'm like, okay, talk about basketball. Boys got some hops. <laughs> Yo, I mean that's Kirby Air Ride, man. Like, damn, yeah. man, like riding for one of those shooting stars over there. And then you see Stetson Bennett taking the Good Morning America tour uh the day man. after. Like, Yo, you look like me on a Tuesday morning after my 8 a.m. mentor makeup flies. Note to SIDs everywhere. Never have your national championship players no. doing interviews the day after a game. It's never gonna go out. You could always get the head coach, you can get some assistance. I understand. He was probably the man, but he was not the man. Okay. I feel for my guy. He was, he was like, I'm just trying to survive hurt. here. He was hurt. Hurting. <laughs> he was talking to Michael Strahan, like, bro, I hear you, but I don't hear you, dog. And you know, when you do actual interviews and you have that delayed response when it's live, I was like, he he doesn't need a delay. He just needs to go to bed. <laughs> oh no, that man needed to go to bed. That man needed to go to Jesus needs to see everything really well at the time. Okay. Because that man was not there at all. He was like the thousand yard stare was full of tech with my boy, but hey, he worked hard. He's a great story that grabs us into him and George Bulldog. Hey, you want to talk about some underdogs? That was certainly it. And speaking of underdogs, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to some big games happening this weekend for the men's side on Saturday. A lot goes down. Let's start with the two o'clock game. NC State playing Duke. Duke basketball coming off a big win against Wake Forest. NC State coming off a big win against Louisville State. You know, quite as is kept, you know, keeps Duke on their toes a lot of times. I know this is a very good Duke team. This is a very, okay, we're doing what we can, NC State team. But, hey, on any given day, 
what are we feeling about NC State? They're really good at away games lately. So I'm not going to count them out per se, but also maybe Coach K returns. Maybe he doesn't. and it changes the vibe. It could change the vibe. And also with Duke, you know, finally losing a game, a big game to an ACC opponent in Miami a few, few days ago. I mean, a few days, yeah, a few days ago, which we all talked about here on the show last Friday. Yeah. Which it's going to be interesting too because North Carolina State, they played. They played, you know, played decently. They said away from home. I think Darren Sebron, I hope he says his name correctly, has been playing lights out. I remember he started really poorly in the first half against Louisville. I think he had maybe like three, four points. Mm-hmm. Ended up, I think, in double digits for the rest of the game. But also, I think only one starter for NC State actually was in double digits, and that was Darren Sebron. Yeah, the entire great. game. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Travion Smith, he's a young guy, young guard, trying to figure things out. But I think he's going to have to have a huge game coming up here Saturday. No, I agree with that. I think also we need to see more from the bench, too, because I think the bench overall had an amazing game against Louisville that led them to win the game. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of going to need that against Duke, especially with yeah. Paolo Banchero, like, you know, out, out there, you know, just being the guy. And I just don't know. I mean, right now, I think Bart Corbett, because Lions don't come up with these games until Saturday morning. I think Duke it has Duke beating them by 16 points. Do I, I don't think that? it's going to be that high yet. I don't think it's going to be that high either. I think it's going to be maybe more like a – nine maybe 10 points might be the high end of it i wouldn't be surprised if it's like a close game like halfway through with like five minutes left but mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if duke wins this game like somewhat comfortably at the end but not by like not by that huge insane sports set yeah i will say having it at duke would be in favor for nc state because if you saw the wake forest game the fans were shouting dui against paolo and that made him turn a switch and i will just say you know just trying to help people out here never give the opponent any sort of fuel someone who is as good as how that getter is like i mm-hmm. think you guys set yourself up to get a spanking and it just felt like they were trying to get every explosive play possible during the game so NC State, you know, just just play the game. You know, take your win, go ahead back. Kind of like Miami, just put the vibe. Just keep the, keep it close, and you have an absolute chance. Keep them in foul trouble. They're still young guys who are trying to figure things out. So there's that. But I want to talk about a 3 o'clock game. Because I know, you know, you have a little hand in this one. Florida State, Syracuse, I'm sure you have a preview show. Coming up there with your boys over there at Locked on Seminoles. How are we feeling about the Seminoles and the Orange Men? We feel so much better. I'm not going to lie to okay. you. Like, I thought we were going to get... Uh, truth be told, I thought we were gonna get Molly Wap by both Louisville and Miami, especially with Miami okay. after the uh, Duke game. I was like, mm. damn, I hate giving the school credit, but I like Isaiah Wong. Yeah. I like Cameron McGussie. I think they're very good players. But then watching the Louisville game, I'm like, wow, this is the first time all season long that we've actually seen them, you know, somewhat take over a game. And yeah. I wanted them to play big boy basketball because we don't yeah. have a lot, a lot of big men right now actually on the team. Tanner Angam, our starting center, he's out due to injury. Balls Kopravica, he's with the, with the um, I think the Horns, the Pistons now. Mm-hmm. And to me, I want to see a Matthew Cleveland, a Jalen Warley, our younger players kind of, you know, grow up a little bit. Yeah. Against Louisville, they did. And against Miami, we kept them close. I mean, I will say the foul at the end of the game that kind of gave us the win for, for free throws was a bit weak. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a game that we should have won earlier in the year. We lost by, I think, what, like two points? Yeah, we lost by three points by still digits. So to me, this is a game that we should honestly – we should claim our number and tore it out because I don't think Syracuse is that good. Yeah, listen, I, I feel like Syracuse is also a team that we talked to Tyler Aki yesterday is trying to find its way, right? Currently sitting at 8-8. Eight and eight. This is the team that has to win these next few games. It's going to be a long stretch for them trying to make it into the tournament. So these these are the games that matter, right? These are the ones the ones against FSU. These are the – they will be a tough loss because you're you're supposed to win, in my opinion, if you want to, to call yourself – a strong NCAA tournament candidate. So great matchup among both teams. And then I want to talk about 
before we go and talk a little about get upside here, Louisville and Pittsburgh. Louisville coming off the loss. Pittsburgh feeling themselves after that Boston College. Did they lose? Wait, no, sorry, Georgia Tech. There it is. Georgia, yeah, Georgia Tech beat them, yeah. Trying to keep out my game straight. Lost <laughs> Coming off a loss against Georgia Tech. And they are trying to find their way. We know it's going to be a long season for them currently sitting at 6-10. and 10, But Louisville, you know, it has good moments. They, we've seen flashes. But can they be consistent is the biggest question. Louisville is a really interesting team because they, when we played them, we they had very similar things that we did. The defense was pretty good. It's a kind of a youngish team, but their offensive woes are lot, are strongly due to poor shooting and poor shooting from the three. So yeah. it's to me, it's something that, like I said, we're now in the middle of January. We're gonna see see some of these teams like turn it on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Louisville was very good be- the beginning half of the year, but for ACC play, I think their wins are against a good Wake team, but deep against the bad Georgia Tech, a bad Pittsburgh lost against us, and they lost to North Carolina State yesterday. So, to me, this is a game I mean, they should win easily because Pittsburgh isn't that good, but I wouldn't be surprised that this is something more of a uh, a shakier game to watch, and I wouldn't be surprised if we could see Pittsburgh up their alert with the game. Ooh, upset alert. You want everybody to be good and find their vibe in January. Let's talk about that later on. All right. January, love it. Let's go. ACC fans, this is your host, Candace Cooper, with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, and it's Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up just by downloading the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. If you use promo code SCORE, that's S-C-O-R-E, and get to your gas nearest gas station, you can get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's right, your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card or Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE. Oh, yeah, that free app. Got to get it, okay? And if you're looking for free, let's get you some free money here. We got Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. It remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action. 2022 new year new vibes new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today use promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online is simply where the game starts we're rolling with drizzy drake locked on seminoles host here and of course we have all of your betting action but not with only with betonline.ag, but just, you know, we talk a little money line, a little spread over here on Friday's show. Freestyle Friday is how we get down. So we got a Wake Forest team, a little bit butthurt. You know, ego, the prize a little touched after that loss against Duke. They sure they thought they were going to come in and, you know, come into Joel and handle things against Duke. Not the case, especially in that second half. But then you have a Virginia team who beats Virginia Tech. They're trying to find their way. They came off of that Carolina loss, and now they're rolling. Is this going to be a pick-me-up game for Wake Forest, or is this going to be a keep-rolling game for Virginia? Oh, the battle of the nerds. Wake Forest, <laughs> welcome to big boy basketball. You Ooh, were playing wait. really well. I yeah. said you beat up on some teams that you know were kind of preseason and heading into the year were going to be decent or good teams are competing for the top, yep. and then you played against Duke. Like, welcome to this. This is typically what <laughs> mainly we deal with every single damn year, and now you have to do it again against a Virginia team who has been a bit weaker, but as Candace just said, they beat a good, a solid Virginia Tech team. Now, they also did lose to UNC. But as we said before, UNC is a very good team. And this, to me, is going to be a very interesting game because I want to see how Alon, like those kids like Alondis Williams and the rest of the transfers kind of respond to that because it takes a lot out of you to go up against a team like Duke and then 
kind of get molly the way they did and it's like how are we going to respond the next day i am a big believer in seeing how kids, these kids respond and, and this is something new for this wake forest team because typically they're not seen as a sort of power in basketball and yeah. this year they could be a sneaky good team and a very good tournament team so i kind of want to see how they do this is probably going to be a pick'em game. I'm going to ride awake here because I do think this is one one of the few Virginia teams that probably doesn't have the consistency to stay actually above water. Yeah, I agree. I think listen, at the end of the day, you want to play big boy ball. You got to step up when it matters. And beating a team, a staple team like Virginia, who's been in many of the top conversations over the past few years, this lets us know that the Wake Forest program is is on track to be a team that we need to pay attention to, or else falling through the cracks is like more of the same. So. How can Coach Forbes kind of rally around and get the troops together will be very telling about how the rest of the season might play out for the Demon Deacons. And then at six, I mean, a full day of basketball here. We still got three games to go. Notre Dame plays Virginia Tech. The Hokies coming off a loss. Notre Dame coming off a win. They are on a high. You know, Notre Dame, quite as kept for you, Tyler Aki, is a team that has been under the radar and they've been slept on because they have a lot of great guys. We're figuring out most times, I think, after that Boston College loss, you kind of hang your head and you say, what kind of team do we want to be? And it ain't one that gets blown out by a team like Boston College. So, Notre Dame, Blake Wesley and the boys, how are we feeling about this matchup going into uh, Saturday? I mean, I think we don't talk about Notre Dame that much because they don't have a conference. Well, I mean, they're technically ACC here, but you know how we treat That's Notre fair. Dame fans over here. That's, That's, fair. Also, so. That's fair. But also, if you look at their schedule Ooh, overall, I mean. Wait, Mike Freeman and I have the same birthday. Shout out to the head coach of Notre Dame football. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's Marcus. Damn, I even got his name, Mark. Marcus Freeman. There I was thinking Mike. I gotta get my man's name right. I think Mike Freeman's the uh, one of the reporters actually on, on Pro Football Talk or something like that. But yeah, yeah y'all catch that when y'all catch that. But I gotta get my name Marcus, my man Marcus, right? Okay. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Ooh, my I bad. love. Okay, anyway. Focus, <laughs> focus, focus, focus. No, so Notre Dame. If you look at their schedule overall, I mean, their losses are to like the St. Mary's team, who's currently they're whatever depends on what they are. Texas A&M not particularly good. Illinois, who's a decent team, lose to Boston College by what like 15 points from last time we checked, and mm-hmm. Indi- and then lose to Indiana. But, they have, but they're right now on a six-game win streak. But if you look at the teams there, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. we just said, is pretty bad. Georgia Tech isn't really – they took them – they had to go to OT to beat Georgia Tech. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like I still ride with Virginia Tech primarily because overall, like, they're just a more sound, better talented team. And I think that Notre Dame is kind of piling the resume with these wins. But if you look closer to their wins, they're not particularly that great. At, so they're, they're a solid team, but I don't think they're as, as much as a – a predator or as much as they someone like a bigger better team i think tyler was like on yesterday no doubt about okay i i see your point here maybe it'll be a very much step up game for the Hokies and get back on track as they're trying to push their way into ncaa tournament that's what it all means because i would not want to face that virginia tech team going into acc time ac conference tournament time. i think they're one that you're gonna have to play very well every single night in order to beat so there's that now 6 30 You've got Boston College and Clemson. Clemson really needs to pick me up. So does Boston College. Boston College sitting at six and eight. But I will say, six games is more than a lot of people thought they would win. One win in the ACC is a lot more than I know a lot of people thought they would win. But then there's a Clemson team who's always, you know, fairly decent. They're looking for, you know, a good win if they can find it. Do they find it here this Saturday against the Eagles? 100%. I think Boston College will lost six games in a row. <laughs> and they just lost to the worst team in the entire conference, Georgia Tech. Ooh-wee. Okay. I'm trying I mean, to be nice. I'll try to find some nice. You go ahead. I mean, I mean, okay. I'll try to be a little bit. I'll try to go talk about the nice. If that only way I can do this, I'm talking about Clemson. Clemson. I thought at the beginning of the year was going to be a decent team. Okay. But again, you look at who they beat. They beat a bunch of nobodies to start the year off. But then yeah. they beat a Miami, Ohio, South Carolina, a Virginia, but then lost back to back. 
So to me, this is going to be a game that's, I think right now they should be winning. They're probably going to beat Boston College by 10 points. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lot more for that. For folks betting out there, go higher than that if you can. Okay. So primarily with me, I think Boston College is, I think protect the nut. That was a really cute saying to begin to start the year off. But since then, they're not protecting anything, whether it be the basket, whether it be the ball. So I think this is a team that might, like you said, they got six wins. That's great. Ah, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm going to let it ride. You're going to let it ride? <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, they maybe kind of flirt with 10 wins, but they might not be able to yeah. get there the rest of the year. We Okay, I like a little spice, but hey, maybe they will. Never mind. I was going to say something. Re- I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to let it fly, Kenneth. We're letting it fly. All right. Got one more game. Georgia Tech, North Carolina round out the show. Uh, Georgia Tech desperately needs a win because they're sitting at 7-8. and eight. Coach Pastor ain't been right since he told people he wanted to live to be 110 after that Duke game and Michael DeVoe. <laughs> You know, got into it with Coach K. It was just weird, okay? North Carolina, they're feeling themselves after a big win against a Virginia squad, and I'm just sitting here and saying, please just keep the momentum going. You finally found this juice with Brady Manic, and you finally found this juice with Armando Baycott. Dawson, if you can get out of the concussion protocol, we might be flying. You know, Caleb Love, a little more consistency. RJ Davis, he is the, allegedly the biggest, you know, hype man of the team, but he rolls how the team rolls. So if they're up, you know, we make sure it's good. Now, when it comes to the Yellow Jackets, don't get caught slipping. Don't fall asleep at the wheel. I think that's the biggest issue with uh, Carolina, right? They played a Notre Dame. They felt like they should win, but they didn't have the energy. And, like, they admittedly said that. Can't afford that here, right? We can't afford to have that option when it comes to teams that you're supposed to beat. But that Notre Dame game, though, didn't you say that we you had the one play concussion protocol and then split plays after COVID? <laughs> we did, but... Like I'm not trying to make excuses, but like we're not. I, no, no, no. I know, hundred percent. That was our life. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't do that. Like we don't do that here. We're not excuse makers on this program at all whatsoever. Any, any of the days, but it's like when you lose those three players right there, that's a lot of rotational pieces out. That pieces are out too. And like Notre Dame, as much as I was saying how you know overrated they are in a lot, like a few minutes ago, they're still a solid and decent team. But I, I mean, with Josh Pastner, I mean the man. It's, I, I, yeah, I'm going to leave you know, with Josh Passing the way he is, but like to me, UNC with Armando Baycott, I can say his name now, right? I've been, practicing, a lot. I've been practicing every damn day since last Friday. Yes. But to me, that team, UNC is a very damn good team. And last year, they yeah. went through a lot of, you know, growing pain because they were super young. And now you're kind of seeing the fruits of, you know, kind of going through growing pain. And to me, this is probably going to be the start of a run up until maybe the Miami game, I think, is after this. So maybe. Folks, if you're out there for gambling purposes, maybe be very wary about the, about the spread here because they might be looking forward to that game because Miami's going to need a big statement win after they lost to us. So trust me, that's going to be a tougher game. It's true. It's true. I think the other reason we talk about rotation and availability is, you know, Hubert has been called out about his limited rotation and not playing the freshman enough. So I think if you already have players down, it makes it even more challenging to get the right guys in and they're trying to find their way, especially when it comes to freshmen. So. You're going to have to throw them in the fire. I understand that it's Carolina basketball. You want to learn. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, time, time's here, time's now. Got to do what we got to do, especially in this current culture and climate. Now, we've got to wrap up here and talk a little bit about a women's hoop to get final thoughts on the men's game coming up. But first, it's the new year, and I know you want to be new you, so make sure you get right with that built bar. I know that you want a delicious treat that isn't chalky or waxy, and built bar will have you covered. It's 100% covered in chocolate with up to 130 calories and four grams four net carbs and 17 grams of protein so all good all delicious and especially all healthy for the new year add a little built bar treat to your mix and i promise you you will not be disappointed 
disappointed, go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Ooh-wee. Wrapping up the show here. Jersey Drake in the building. Locked on Seminoles host. Make sure you guys follow all of him and his content. They're doing numbers. You know, they got highlighted in our college channel the team meeting, I will say. So shout out to the crew for holding it down. Y'all got a lot of praise for all the big things doing over there with your content so you know i'm not not mad at you a little jealous can't even hold hey we grind hustle don't stop (laughs) there it is now there's a lot of great games for the men's side going into the weekend as you know but the women also got some great games i know we're going to highlight always try to get the top 25 ladies in here louisville will take on boston college at 12 p.m should be a good one because listen cam schwartz nobody to play with when it comes to those boston college eagles but louisville Team roles, people, and I'm here to say, if you have not been paying attention, don't be sleep on those Cardinals. We also have North Carolina playing Notre Dame, a really big matchup, number 21 versus number 20 in the Fighting Irish. That'll be away, and Carolina is, of course, trying to bounce back after some couple challenging games, but then, you know, getting back on course, lost to NC State, win against Virginia Tech, and, okay, can't forget about my great one here, Georgia Tech playing Miami, and then we also have Duke playing NC State, another top 25 performance. So the top 25 ladies, I know ladies in the place of style and grace. Are there any games or anybody you watch personally that you feel like it's time to step up and see big things from? It's like a men's or women's. Women. Mm. We got to work I... on you? What's that? We, do we have to work on you? We got to work a little bit. Because mainly, I focus mainly on Florida State women's basketball with Sue Samurai handling out right now. I know that right we're in the middle of the pack right now in conference standing wise. I need a little bit more from from a lot of our players right now. I'll tell you about that offline. But yes, I agree. I think yeah. it's always good to come back and you know fight for the squad. And again, a lot of great matchups that I give you guys a short little ten minute recap. I'm sure you've already watched, but you go ahead and rewatch it on the Thursday after the Thursday night game. So Sunday, usually get your popcorn ready. I know football is you know great. Playoffs are awesome, but women's basketball is cool too. So make sure you get your Get your eyes set for some really good games going down between the ladies. Now, Jersey Drake, it's the weekend. I know you're going to be betting on some good stuff, but is there anything that you're like, guys, this is must TV. Don't want to miss it when it comes to the ACC. I do want to see the Wake Virginia game. I mm. think that's going to be some like an indicator strongly of how good this Wake team really is because I do think these pickup games show exactly the metal of actually your lot your players and a lot of your coaches, especially because you're going to go to Virginia. Who, while they are struggling, it's still Tony Bennett. They won mm-hmm. the championship not only, I think, two or three years ago. And this Wake team has made a lot of noise with the transfers. Now, they played poorly against Duke. They got stopped. But so is everybody else for the majority of the game, majority of the year. So to me, I want to see how Alonis Williams responds. And I want to see like, how they actually are able to take over the game. Because if they win that game, we might be seeing you know, a team that makes a deep turn run and also might kind of challenge Duke a little bit later on in the year when they kind of are able to get the scheme around uh, the, yeah. the squad. No doubt. I completely agree. It's a great game. And I also think the NC State Duke one for me on the men's side is certainly one that you want to definitely have your popcorn ready because they also play with the women on Sunday in Raleigh, though. So great to see both schools kind of switching up gears for the men's and women's front. But Drizzy Drake, it is Friday. We're feeling good. Advice to the people as we head into what should be a very, 
you know, top tier mid-January. You're always about the vibes in January. I want to hear from you as the final thought. Ladies and gentlemen, I hopefully your bankrolls have been building since college football has ended. Hopefully your bankrolls are building continually with NBA, with hockey as well. That's one of my first favorite things to do as well. Because mid-January is the time that we aim and we fire at, at the entire board across the way. Primarily okay. because this is when the teams, re- like you really know what these teams are identity-wise. Whether it be a top-tier shooting team, no offense, you're not going to be able to, if you're a bad shooting team up until this point, that might be your identity for the rest of the year. Same with defense, mm. same with rebounding, same with assists, same with blocks. So okay. you're going to know a lot more about the teams now. Use advanced metrics because right now we're about to be spraying the board up until the last, you know, second hits the clock in April. So folks, get ready. Happy gambling. Happy gambling indeed. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Make sure you guys follow all of his content. Follow him at tally underscore underscore Drake personally, and you can follow the pod at Locked on Seminoles. And I hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Make sure you stay smart and safe out there. Let's get through this penny time. You know, you can follow us at Locked on ACC on Twitter. You can also subscribe on YouTube. And hey, I know Jersey Drake talks about betting, but your boy Q and Lee Sterling have Locked on Bets podcast. Got you covered here on the podcast network. So you guys can follow them and they're available wherever you listen to podcasts. Candace Cooper and Drizzy Drake. Until next.